Refresh your essentials right now at Kohl's and take an extra 15% off. With an extra 15% off, women's LC Lauren Conrad denim is just $31.44. Women's New Balance sneakers are $55.24. And select Hamilton Beach Kitchen Electrics are only $18.69. Plus, get Kohl's Cash. Spring savings store-wide, Kohl's Cash for you. Right now, only at Kohl's. Select styles. Offer valid April 13th through 22nd with promo code SPRINGFUN15. Some exclusions apply. See store or post.com for details. T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. What's up, everybody? Listening on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Spreaker, on Stitcher, on Google Play, and everybody watching right now on YouTube, and of course, all of you lovely Facebook people. Good to see you. Happy afternoon. I love Afternoon Edition of Morning Gratitude. Dadgummit. Eventually, I'm going to have to do another Live Mono Worldwide podcast, but Morning Gratitude is just a lot of fun. And morning gratitude's fun to do at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, too. Because it's never too late for gratitude, baby. All right, listen. I um, My very first podcast experience was with our next guest. Wait, is he first or second? First? Or was Paul first? I don't even know. But anyway, this guy is a freaking legend in the world of podcasting. He's just an overall amazing guy. And I'm blessed to call him a friend. But the fact is, he's just an incredible host. He is so much fun. And if you can get booked on his podcast, you want to be on his podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Christopher J. Worth is the president and CEO of No Quit Living. No Quit Living is a speaking, training, and coaching company that works with individuals, teams, corporations to help them improve accountability, effectiveness, and efficiency. Christopher is the host of the No Quit Living podcast which has been rated in the, as a top 50 business podcast on iTunes. Wow. In three different categories, business, health, 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 maybe you should do a reading one, and self-help. Christopher began his coaching career as an AAU, amateur athletic union basketball coach, collegiate basketball coach, as well as high school basketball coach. Christopher lives in Greenwich, Connecticut with his three children, Zachary, that's my brother's name, Emily and Mason. In addition to building and growing No Quit Living, Christopher also enjoys spending time playing sports, traveling, reading, and working out. Ladies and gentlemen, he's just an overall badass, and, and he's my friend. The one, the only, Christopher J. Worth. My man, my man, I appreciate I'll pay you for that time. <laughs> 
Val, man, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Really, really quick. Everybody, uh, Shamika, good to see you. Mary, Rich, my man, Toby Washington, Kambia, good to see you. Jeanette, great to see you. Radio audience, you can come join us on Facebook at Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Join in the conversation. What's up, Stacy Russo? Um, you can join us in the conversation. Ask our guests questions. You can share, of course. You can like. You can comment. You can do whatever you want, but join the conversation. We have a ton of fun over here. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so happy to have Christopher on the show. Chris, what are you grateful for this afternoon? My man, very simple. I'm grateful for the amazing people that I have in my corner. And uh, I, I can list all of them. That would take about two hours, but I have so much <laughs> to be grateful for. But definitely today, it's the uh, awesome people that are in my corner helping me do what I'm doing each and every day. What? Okay, so I... I really enjoyed being on your show. I, I love your interview style because you just kind of set. It's like you here you go, T ball. <laughs> you set it on the T and just let people go off. Or at least that was my experience. I I'm such a fan. But who are your earliest influences? Because people don't just jump into podcasting unless if they have a real passion for it. Who who are your earliest influences that inspired you to be the kind of host that you are? You know, that's a great question, and, and I have interesting answer, but the first podcast I ever listened to was actually a basketball podcast, and I kind of got introduced to it by a buddy of mine, and then all of a sudden, I was just searching around on podcasts, and I found JLD's Entrepreneur on Fire, I found Hal Elrod's podcast, I started listening. The interesting component for me was, I not only did I like listening to podcasts, but the cool part was that... I got introduced to a lot of different guests that I had no idea who they were and their stories were awesome. But for me, what I tried to do then, tried to do then and I still now, is I listen to about 10 to 15 different shows myself and it's difficult, but I not I don't listen to all of them all the time. But what I love about podcasts, and I tell people all the time, is you can literally scroll through and see which guests are coming up in different shows and say, you know what, wow, that Joshua guy, he seems pretty cool. Or, I've always wanted to listen to somebody and all of a sudden you watch it or you listen to it, excuse me, and you just get so much information. And I think I was just talking to a friend of mine, Dana, the other day. She had talked about going back and listening to some of my earlier podcasts. And I always say that it's really hard for me to listen to them because I think they suck. But it's also just being humble with yourself and saying, how do you get better? And I was talking to Dana as well about the fact that I literally go back and I'll watch my shows where I'm on, like Facebook Lives, and I'll listen to my podcast, and not from an egotistical perspective, but from a way of how do I get better and how do I, but you know, I really appreciate you uh, you being on the show, and, and it's been fun, and, and the coolest part about it is, selfishly, not only have I been able to connect with people, but I've created friendships literally throughout the country, and actually, I think we've had five or six different people in different countries, so it's, it's been really cool um, to do, just be able to connect with someone, and it's so easy in today's day and age to connect with people, which is awesome. Oh, it is. And it, I, speaking of the earlier stuff, I, someone randomly, so one of the things that I've started doing was taking my podcasts, turning them into blogs and putting them on my website. And which is a little trick that actually works really well. Um, as far as helping your SEO and getting your name out there, I had someone today find one of my early, early phone podcasts which wasn't even a podcast then. And, oh, man, I got to watch it. Wow. And it was only that was only seven months ago. And I am thought, wow, a lot has changed. And 
And it's kind of it's douchey, but it's also inspiring because oh yeah, it you do get better. You know, there there's always going to be th- some things that people like about the old shows, bef- you know, more than the new stuff. But it's growing, it's changing, it's evolving, it's, it's stretching yourself. But it's so cool to to go back now and like look at some of that stuff and just go, wow, it, you know, it's it's it it's been a journey. So I, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's interesting you say that. And I think it's seven months is, is a long time. I, I go back a month or two online and I say, wow, like, that's a pretty crappy job. You got to do better than that. Um, or you also go back too and you say, wow, you know, I, I did never, I got to reconnect with that guy too. So I try to go back and just flip through my own shows just so I can kind of reconnect with some people. But it's interesting how you can look at it and say, you know what, I really improve in this or this is an area that, you know, and just like you said, seven months seems like a, like a long time, but in reality, it's not that long. How has being a podcast host and also appearing on other people's podcasts, how has that affected you when you go on stage? Has it been a positive experience? Has it been something that you find it easier to sit behind a microphone or has it helped you uh, when you go on stage to talk? It's definitely, that's a great question. I was like four parts in one. But Sorry. It's, it's definitely helped me not only when I'm on stage, but also when I'm behind a mic, whether I'm being interviewed for someone else's show or I'm just doing it myself. And one of the things I've talked about on some of my shows is the Toastmasters organization, which I think is a great organization. It's a public speaking organization where people learn how to either become a better speaker just for their own reasons or whether it's career-wise or not. But I think anytime you get an opportunity to speak in front of somebody, you're learning, you're improving. And for me, I'm always analytical. I don't like the word critical because I think critical has a negative spin on it. But I'm always analytical what I'm doing, saying, you know, how can I improve this or how can I tweak this? And I think anytime you speak, even if it's in front of two or three or four people, you're, you're always working on what you're saying. And I think the coolest part about, you know, us connecting in your show is that you connect with so many different people and it goes out to different people and you don't know who's going to watch it an hour, two hours, five hours, a day, two days. And that for me has been the coolest part. I literally got two emails today from people that were listening to guests from a long time ago or listening to episodes a long time ago and they said, you know, I'd love to be on your show. You're episode 51 and 80 something. And I'm like, wow, you know, we're up to 112 today. And that's the coolest part is, you know, I don't do it just like you don't do it for selfish reasons as far as to get out there and notoriety. But the cool part is people can click on something whenever they want to. And for podcasts and Facebook lives, they're all free, which I love because you can pick up something a month ago, two years ago and it doesn't cost you anything you oh you're right and it and there's so much wisdom out there available for people and it's also i think it's interesting too just to see where different people are at in their career um but yeah it's always out there and it's it's really really interesting to me i i like the i was thinking about for me as a child i always dreamed about being a radio host like being in a studio having producers but there's something to say about podcasting where we own our content. We are anything that comes out of our mouth. Guess what? I can say, screw you, NBC Radio. You can go suck a fat one. I can say that and not get fired because I don't work for them. They may never hire me, but the fact is it doesn't matter because I'm in control of my own destiny. Like if I bring in sponsors or if I talk about Sababa water, which I love because Every bottle of water you buy provides a meal for a child. Vitamin water. Yes. It's like you, you ever, but you can do that. You can have control. You can experiment. You don't have someone 
you know, telling you what to say. You get to do it on your own. There's a freedom to that. And I've kind of, like, even though I still want to go sit in a major studio and do a show, I really, this, there's something special about getting to do this every day. No, it's interesting. Yeah, NBC is definitely not going to hire you now, but that's all right. Don't worry. About I like CBS better anyway. <laughs> Which is now owned by Intercom. I'm paying attention if you're listening. <laughs> it's... This is sponsored by Vitamin Water. <laughs> What's your affiliate code? <laughs> hey, Vitamin Water, if you're out there, let me know, man. Two official uh, drinks of no for living. No, no problem. No problem. <laughs> so, okay, listen, man. I... You okay? So you're. We talked about the stage. We talked. What do you actually? What do you prefer? Do you prefer being on stage or behind a mic? Or I mean, behind a mic is in the, in the podcast. Behind a mic. You know, it's interesting. I, I I was asked that a week ago on someone else's podcast. It hasn't come out yet, and I think it kind of stumbled through the answer. But I think for me, I enjoy both almost the same. And the reason being is is I can share whatever story, whatever platform I'm trying to get out there, and. For me, the coolest part about the podcast is that people listen to it whenever they want to. Sure. But the state, too, is, is it's live, and I think it's awesome when you get a chance to connect. And I would say it kind of depends on my mood as far as which one I like more, because I definitely there's days when you kind of feel like podcasts where you don't want anybody to see you. And then there's also <laughs> days where you kind of have a, you know, want to get your message out there. And I'm doing a speaking event tomorrow, and, and I'm excited about the opportunity to connect with some people. It's a local event, so that's always neat, too. But I think... Anytime you have an opportunity to help somebody and just inspire them, motivate them, I think that's that's awesome because we, you and I talk on my show and I talk to other people. And there's definitely not enough about of that out there. What I, I so I do my show every day and I I love it and I but I'm always the audience is at the risk of my moods. I mean, even though it is called morning gratitude, there's days that I'm like. Today I'm grateful for ah, like I'm just I'm chewing on on my fingers getting through it because that's the mood I'm in and it's you can't I can't hide it I so I I like that I'm able to do that because this you know the audience has got in my which are now like friends because I talk to everybody off air <laughs> but there's this like they get it you know and it's okay but when you go on stage that's your you're on stage like. You, if you make an ass out of yourself, or if you just go off on some crazy rant, like that's how people are going to remember you. So there's a different challenge, but the stage part of it for me, whether it's hosting or emceeing or just even speaking, I still love it because going into it, it's more of a preparing, like I'm preparing for battle or a football game, and it kind of becomes more of an out of body experience, and just you know whatever the message like whatever message is coming through me at the time and being able to deliver that is fun but I gotta tell you afterwards I feel like I've been beaten up like I like doing the show because I can get up and go do other stuff it energizes me when I go on stage it it wipes me out and that's only like for an hour talk yeah. do you experience the same thing yeah no it's definitely and I was just coming on stage Stacy said we look like twins because we're both balls or something like that yeah, that's all right. We both got beards too. I may weigh like a hundred pounds more than you, though. I don't know about that, man. I, uh, um, no, it's interesting. I, I think when you talk about your show, 
and you talk about the mood, it's definitely something that you have to pay pay attention to because it, it projects out not only on the stage, but also if you're behind a mic, is if you're having a, a well day or a good day. But it's interesting, I was telling somebody that when I do an hour, a keynote, or a little bit longer, when you do a really good job and you get into it, when you get done with it, you're kind of you're kind of wiped in a good way. You feel like you delivered and and not you know like sweating like working out for something. Yeah. But it takes a lot out of you, and that's the one thing that I didn't realize about a podcast is I've done days where I've recorded three and four shows, and it's like after the second or third, all of a sudden you're kind of you're sitting back in your chair and you're like, man, like this hit me. So it's definitely something that people don't realize, and I definitely didn't understand the the physical component as well as the mental when you have to actually put into whatever you put into it, you get out and then some. So I, I, earlier today on the show, and I've talked about it before, but I actually used it to frame a question. So I'm going to do it again today because I want to hear this from you. So for me, when I got into this, like my dream was to be a talk show host. That, that, that is being like being everything from doing like HSN and pitching products to you know, being behind a mic and being like a Larry King or an Oprah, um, a Don Imus. Uh, I was not never really a Howard Stern fan, but like that, like just talking about anything and everything and, and elevating other people's messages. Like I really, really love that. And I, I think you know this. In fact, I think I was on your show when I had the opportunity to do it, that when I went to Fox Business and filmed and, and I was supposed to go on Fox Business and then they offered me my own show. Um, it was a nudist street program, and but it all fell through, and I was extremely butthurt and was just like sad, and depressed, like crap, back to struggling, nothing's gonna happen for me, boo hoo hoo. And then I went and heard TD Jakes talk, and TD Jakes, um, he was using the analogy about an airplane trying to land with one wing, and I. So the point is, I. I had been focusing on all the things I didn't have, but when I changed my mindset to focusing on the things that I did, this show was born. So tell me about a time in your life where you were just saying, screw this, I'm a a victim, it's like a victim mentality, I'm struggling, oh my God, I don't have this, I don't have the money for it, I don't have the people in my life, and then you had the mind shift and that ignited you forward. Can you tell us a story like that? I don't even know if I framed that question right, but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah no, I, I, um, I definitely can, uh, can answer that. So it actually happened to me this past January, and what I realized was I was going through a lot of stuff. I was spending time on the effort on a lot of people that were in my corner and quote-unquote on my bus. <laughs> and what I realized was that they were not really on my bus and not really in my corner. And it was difficult for me to, to A, come to that understanding and B, make a decision that I had to do something. And what I decided that I had to do was I had to get those wrong people off of my bus. Mm. And I don't know a great analogy as far as, you know, whether it's 10 seats or 20 seats, but what I, what I kind of understood was that if I have 10 people on my bus and two or three of them are not really the right people, even if I put those three or four great people on the bus, those two or three that are not the right ones could bring the whole atmosphere, the whole persona, the whole mood of the of the bus. And I had a tough decision where I said, you know what? And I had to remove those people. And they weren't anybody that was doing anything illegal. It wasn't anybody in that sense. But I just realized that they didn't have my back and they didn't have my best interest. So what I said was I said, 
I made a decision, and I kind of coined the saying, and I'm sure there's people have said out there, but I said I can either be bitter or I can be better, but I can't be both. Oof. And I made a decision. I said, and it wasn't easy, and it's still not easy to this day, but I'm, but I'm much closer now where I said, I want to spend my time, my money, my effort with people that I know, like, and trust, truly have my best interest. But here's the, here's the best part of it, though. So it's not easy, and it's so if you're on my bus and you that one, you want I got to do the same thing for you. So when you call me up and text me, you can't just be a one-way street. It's hey, Chris, I need you. And, oh, you know, it's no problem. I got you. And it's interesting, but over the last two and a half, three months, I've just seen a skyrocket in in my business world, speaking opportunities coaching clients, organizations, and I really believe in the whole concept of karma, mm. and if you pay it forward for the right reasons, and if you do it for the right reasons, so for example, if I help you with something, it's not like, here you go, Josh, and now you gotta do it for me, it's, I'm doing it for you, and it might not come back to me, maybe it'll come back to my kids, or maybe it'll come back to my significant other or family member, but that was the second component of the mind shift was where I said, you know what, I just need to switch my mind where I'm paying it forward with zero expectations in return. And, and like I said before, it's, it's definitely not easy, but it's, it's been the best two or three months in my business and personal career because I've literally just seen the shift. And now each and every day, I'm really trying to practice what I preach. There's been something that's changed dramatically for me over the last uh, really couple months since I started uh, leadership emotional intelligence training is I used to surround myself with people that were weaker than me, but may have been in a powerful position, right? Where I thought, oh, they could help me. This is a good collaboration. But they saw my light and wanted to be able to feast on it. But I also was in a place where I was vulnerable and basically setting myself up for absolute failure or putting my posi- myself in a position to get ripped off or taken advantage of. Um, again, I don't blame them because I'm the one that allowed it to happen because of my mentality. But as I started like detoxing and having these exorcisms and getting rid of these old blockages that I have had from things that had happened in my childhood and then things that I was doing to myself as I got older, when I, that freed me up, it allowed me to start saying, to align myself with people that really did have my best interest. And you know what? They were typically the people I was scared to death of. They were the people that I would have never in my wildest dreams thought would be in my corner because I wasn't strong enough to know that I get to have strong people in my life. And that's a good thing. And now my bus has gotten so much smaller or it's not as dependent on me, but yet together I have all of these really strong people where we're working together and collaborating and no one's worried about anyone getting screwed over. But we're all working together for the greater good to make a global change or to make a change on this planet that we feel is needed. And it's amazing how much more secure and easy life is for me. Not it's not like it's easy, easy, but the things that used to weigh me down, slow me down, scare me, paralyze me, have me concerned, keep me from sleeping, all of that stuff is gone because of where I'm at with myself and just believing in myself and knowing that I get to have good people in my life. Does that make sense? 
No, it, it, it makes it makes total sense, and and I think you hit on something that's interesting to me is is you said people you know just trying to I guess either share or steal your spotlight, and I think the interesting component too that I've seen is that you have people in your life, as I know, I'm sure you do that. It's almost like when they see you you getting some success or getting some notoriety, they want to come along then. But then it's kind of like then the shift turns, and then when things are down, you know, you don't really hear from them. And, and that's not in a critical way. But what I realized, and I think is probably parallel to what you said, is you can't you can't decide how somebody else is going to react or act. You can't decide whether someone's going to pick up that phone today and call you or send you a message. Right. But what you can control is what you do, and that's kind of been the, the underlying component for me. Is I said, I want to do the right things for people for the right reasons. So it's, I've been trying to send people text messages and calls and emails. And a friend of mine, when I was doing a speaking event this past January, she just called me up and left me the nicest voicemail. She said, hey, I just wanted you to know that I'm proud of you and I think what you're doing is really cool. And I just want you to know I love you and you know I'm really proud of you. And it wasn't anything other than literally a 40 second uh, voicemail, but I literally listened to it and it's almost, it, it did two things. A, it made me feel like a million bucks, but B, <laughs> I kind of said, crap, you know, I got to be that person for other people and not for any selfish reasons. I don't, I'm not going to call you and leave you a voicemail so you can play it to somebody else and say, wow, you know, this Christopher dude is amazing. And what I started doing was I started looking at how can I do something every day for somebody else? And at night, I asked myself a question is, did I have an impact on someone today for no reason other than just to do it? And I'd be lying if I said every night, you know, I go through and I say, wow, you know, I did it for better. And the days I don't, next day, when I impact. Remix. Remix. We got a frozen David. I mean, a frozen Christopher Worth. I'm good. You there still? There you are. Sorry. <laughs> It's all good, man. I thought we uh, I lost you for a second. It's the computer devil. Like every time, every time we get a good flow going and start talking about good stuff, the computer devils just try to shut you down. We, we call it. I call them the positivity vampires. They want to once you start going, they want to take you out. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! I'm gonna need an underground internet connection. I think soon. Um, Oh, dude, that's so beautiful. So what are you working on right now, like behind the scenes that you can talk about? Because I know with some with all of the brilliance that you surround yourself with, just some great creative minds, I know that you, the creative juices in your brain have to just be going off all the time. What are you What are you working on? You know, it's interesting. So um, a good friend of mine, Dana, and I are actually creating something. It's called Pathway, the number two positivity.com it's a website we're gonna have a blog we just launched the Facebook page so definitely love people to check it out but basically what what I'm excited about with this with this venture is as I said to you it's kind of what I believe with no quit living is there's so much negativity out there and you know Zig Ziglar who I think we spoke about at some point he had a famous saying he said every morning when he was alive he passed a couple years ago he said I look at I read the newspaper He's like, and then I read the Bible. He said, so I know what both sides are doing. No. It's kind of funny and everyone laughs at it, but the reality is it's so true because negativity sells. And what, what Dana and I are trying to do is it's trying to be, trying to create a forum where people can come to and just share positivity, whether it's stories, whether it's experiences, whether it's interactions, and just focus on the good out there. And I think too many people focus on the negativity and too many people 
think about the woulda, coulda, shouldas, and it's a paralysis by analysis where they say a year later, well, Joshua and I were going to do this, and two years later, it's like, well, I was thinking about doing that. So the second underlying piece of that is just going out and making it happen. And I'm really excited about this venture. It's it's literally just in its infancy stage, but I think it has huge potential in so many different ways. So what I love about this too is you're another person that I respect a lot, like a tremendous amount, that you're not going about it alone. You're proving the importance of collaboration in utilizing your resources together. Because the fact is this, there's enough to go around for everybody (laughs) and two are better than one. In fact, sometimes four are better than two. It just depends. But the fact that you're collaborating um, to, to launch something like this to me is beautiful. And it also kind of ensures like, hey, this is gonna actually happen. Because when you try, when people try to start something on their own, it can get scary. It, 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 and it's too easy to quit. Or when you hit a brick wall, it's it, and you have no one to collaborate with to gonna go, hey, help me through this. It's it's people quit. Like how many brilliant ideas have you heard about, Chris? That you go, wow, that's really really exciting. And the next thing you know. It's gone. It's disappeared. And it's because they either didn't ask for help. They didn't look to collaborate. They didn't use their network. I mean, how often have you seen it? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad you touched on that because it's something that I try to talk about quite often on, on my show when I do speaking events is one of the things we talk about is accountability. And I always say, if you like something, if you hear something, if something motivates you, don't just write it down for a week later, two weeks later. I, I focus on take action. And what you said about the collaboration piece, I, I I think is amazing. I literally have received, out of my 112 shows that I've gone live, I think probably 40 to 50 of them have, have been just from introduction from somebody else. Where literally you do the, my show and you say, Chris, you gotta talk to my buddy, Jim, I think you guys are. And I'm working on probably three or four different potential live events and it's nothing to, to mention yet because it's still, nothing's finalized. But what I wanna do with them is I wanna collaborate with those like-minded people. I I think something you said was perfect is if you do it by yourself, you're going to give yourself an excuse of why I did, well, I'm gonna watch TV tonight or I'm gonna go out. But what happens is when you talk to somebody, what we call at uh, No Quit Living, we call accountability partners. So when you discuss an idea, a concept, a vision, a business idea with two, three or four different people, now you're collaborating, but more importantly, they're holding you accountable. So I'm gonna to say to you, hey, my man, did you get the web? No, it's not, okay, well, I'll call you on Tuesday, make sure you, and, and if you're doing it yourself, you're, not, you're probably not gonna do it to the extent as opposed to if two or three people are saying, hey man, I want to follow, have you done it? And you say, well, I'm working on it. Okay, well, I'm gonna call you tomorrow, so make sure you get it done. Yeah, Tracy says, we need to stand together as one in the spirit across the globe is what comes to mind. Uh, scary to be alone, but what a great challenge it is indeed nowadays to have the, having the internet. Um, we are here to stand together, absolutely. There's nothing more powerful than power by association. Well said, Rich. Um, I, yeah, just even thinking about that, I was just thinking about a conversation I was having last night. I work with one of the celebrities I work with and one of, um, a, a, she's an influencer and she's got a project going on and like I'm thinking, how much more fun is it to just to reach out and go, hey, I know you're really good at this. I need you. And I know that you really need me here too. 
And, and that is a great way to hold each other accountable because when you both know that there's a need, a genuine need, and frankly, partnerships are a lot more fun when everybody's equal. Yep. You know, like, yeah, someone's got to, you got to put someone in charge to be, do the delegating. But you got to like remove the ego and work together because one, you can speed up the, 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 the process in which the project can happen, take place, take shape and soar. So there's less frustration and, and it, just, it, it just creates for a better world. And the best thing about it is you don't even have to be in the fr- same freaking city anymore. Now, what's up, Mike Rose? Iron sharpens iron indeed. Absolutely. So, like, but now it's so beautiful because, like, Mike, Mike and I, we, we, we're, we, speaking to that celebrity, we work together with that person. And we are, we're doing things for her. He's in Washington, D.C. I'm in San Diego. She's in Arizona. It's, and, and we get to collaborate and work. You have beautiful things like Zoom and you have FaceTime. It is so amazing what you can do and there's endless possibilities. There's more reasons now to say yes to something you dream about than ever before. Amen. Man, I felt preachy. That felt good. I'm like... Preach on, brother. No, I, I <laughs> and it's interesting. I was having a conversation with a couple of millennials and we were talking about how in today's day and age, it's easier to get that information. You still have to put the work in, mm-hmm. but to your point, you're, you're across the country in California, someone's in Arizona, someone's in DC, I'm right now in Connecticut, and we're all doing these things, and that's the best part about it. You said, you know, FaceTime, there's Skype, there's all different ways out there, there's avenues, and 95% of them are free. And it's no, no longer a question of, well, you know what? You know, I can't afford the, you know, $500 a month for this, or I can't afford and that. And that used to be the excuse. And now I tell people is it's the sweat equity piece. Yep. It doesn't cost you anything to go on Facebook. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything to FaceTime if you have Wi-Fi and those things. The question is, are you willing to put the work in? And I, and I love what you said about collaborating with different people because the reality is you can literally be on different time zones too and still working on different things. Oh, we that that same very that same person, Melissa Hall, that we're talking about, she was in Dubai and we're doing business. Like and we're talking and strategizing. Like how it's so beautiful that we have these opportunities now and and again, not to just I'm not like tooting my horn here because I, I, I'm not, but I'm just giving an example. I was that guy. We just talked about it. I didn't have any money. I didn't have a a producer. I didn't have a microphone. I didn't have anything, but I did have Wi-Fi and a camera. And there's a lot of people out there that dream of doing a a podcast or having a radio show or doing a live stream. But then they keep saying, well, when I get this, I will. No, the fact is you really don't even need that much to make it happen. You can go and freaking anchor talk into your phone and guess what you started a podcast i mean you can do that there's a better way to do it but you but that option is there and sometimes just taking the step forward taking a step each day to test your faith because look you will get rewarded if you test your faith and you step into your purpose every single day you have no choice but to be rewarded somehow some way like good things will happen for you. You just have to take action. You can't just wait till next week, like you were saying about a good idea. When you get that good idea, you better jump on it. Like that's your that's your opportunity right then. I last night couldn't sleep. 
my, my mind was racing with ideas. My notepad was nuts. I mean, I had so many things because I don't even know what it means. I still don't know what it means, but I wrote it down to like keep looking at it going, okay, this means something. <laughs> it's like, I know what this means. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I know it means something. And it's there. I didn't want to ignore it. I didn't want to like let it pass because I know that when I woke up, I was going to totally forget about it. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. What were you going to say? You know, I say it's, it happens to me all the time is you write stuff down and, and sometimes you don't know what it means until a week, a month down the road, but it's there for a reason, right? It is. I don't think, I don't think any of those messages, I mean, again, and also being a man of faith and praying and like, and asking for those messages, you know, I, <laughs> I, I expect to get them, you know, and I expect to take them seriously and like, I don't ignore them. And maybe sometimes it's not the answer. It's maybe it's something that you're not going to do anything with for a year, but it's there. And I don't know why it works that way, but I honestly, I don't think it really matters. The fact is you're getting your answers. It's just, it's, I don't know. I, I, I really, I really, 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 um, you're somebody, my man, that inspires me because you are always pushing it. You're always growing. You're always challenging yourself. You are the most humble, successful person I know, or at least one of them. And because you're doing big things and you're doing big things for the right reasons. And I think it's an inspiration. And I think that you should be applauded for everything that you've been able to create because, you know, it inspired me, man. You gave me a shot like no one even knew who the heck I was. And you let me come on your show. And it meant a lot to me, man. It it really did. Uh, it gave me it gave me hope when I, at a time I definitely needed it. And I will forever be grateful for that. Well, I, uh, I appreciate you, my man. It's, it's, uh, that means a lot coming from you. And it's interesting. I was on a podcast, uh, I think we recorded on Thursday or Friday last week, and we finished recording and kind of the conversation went not in a bad direction, just a different direction. And we started talking. I said, you know what? People don't realize and they don't see it all the time. Is, and I love social media because you can connect with people. It's amazing. But what you don't see is you don't see a lot of the real stuff. No. People say, hey, it's happened. Hey, this is, it's, you know, they're, they're taking pictures of their sandwich and hey, here's this. And, and I don't want to make it seem like it's, it's negative, but where that conversation went was I was talking to this guy. I said, everybody gets knocked down. You get punched in the face. A lot of people get kicked, thrown, things thrown at them when they're knocked down. The question is, do you get up? And what happens when you get up? And the best part about doing my podcast, as I mentioned to you, is we wouldn't be talking now if you hadn't been on my show. And what I love about the social media component is I can follow what you're doing and I can watch what you're doing without talking to you every day or every other day. And even though we get busy, everybody gets busy, is you can still stay in touch with those people. And everybody on my show shares their no-quit stories. Some are amazing, some are, are beyond imaginable as far as what people have gone through. But the one common denominator with every single show and every single guest is they had a choice of giving up or giving in, and they didn't, which is why they're still here. And the other question is, what have they done since then? And you're a perfect example of somebody that I look up to and I see you doing your stuff, and we talked for a couple of minutes before we went live. It's inspiring as well. And as I said, part of my, my story about getting the wrong people off the bus is I can't control what somebody posts. I can't control if somebody wants to send me a text message or an email just blasting out negativity. What I can do is, is I can control how I react, and then more importantly is I can control what I do next. So if you send me a terribly negative text message, 
whether it's justified or not, whether it's right or wrong, regardless, I have a choice to make every single time. Am I going to let that knock me down? Am I going to address it? Or am I going to press delete and move on? And that for me, as, as I say, it sounds really easy and no time, but the reality is every day I believe I'm not bitter myself. And when I connect with people like you, and you were on Jeremy Wagner's show a little while ago, he's a really good buddy of mine. It's connect with the right people, connect yeah. with good people. And when I look at this pathway to positivity component of my life, and I don't know where it's going to go from a business perspective, but when Dana and I start talking about it, I never said, she never said, let's make X amount of dollars. Let's sell it. Let's make it. We talked about how are we going to do it consistently? How are we going to get people involved? How are we going to engage with the audience? And you've done an awesome job with your show, so I'm probably going to pick your brain at some point because the reality is people follow people that they know, like, and trust, and they think are doing good things. I've never clicked or liked something where I'm negative on any social media and say, wow, that was a really negative story, and I loved all the negativity you're, you're spewing. It's the opposite. You know, I unfollow people or I hide them from, and it's not because I'm so great, but it's, I don't want to see it. And I was sharing someone on a podcast I was on last week that this last election, it actually oh. really opened up my eye because some people, it was just constant negativity. And I don't care whether you're left-handed, right-handed, I don't care if you love the Yankees, you love the Red Sox, you can choose and like whatever you want. But if you just come out with complete nonstop negativity, I don't want to see it. And that's the one thing I love about social media is you just hit a hide or unfollow button and you don't have to see it. And that's the best part about the social media component is you can follow the people you know, like, and trust. But more importantly, you can connect with them. Like you said, you just have to go out and do it. It doesn't happen automatically. Oh, just give it a try. And it's okay to fail. Golly. Failure is where you see the opportunity. You know, I mean, and it's hard. It's frustrating. It's not It's not supposed to be easy. And you're not supposed to enjoy failing. But you're supposed to get up and try again. You know, and, and some of us, like I, what I love about your show, and guys, in, in all seriousness, everyone listening right now on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, on Spreaker, on Spotify, watching on Facebook and YouTube, like, download No Quit Living. You will hear stories, like every time that you think that you should quit... Download one of the podcasts. You can download my episode. <laughs> nice plug. Um, or, but there's been multiple guests on there that share stories that you're going, Dad Gummit, if they didn't quit, what the heck is wrong with me? Like, why am I thinking about quitting? Because it's always, it's like uh, Greg Reed wrote a book called, what is it, Three Feet to Gold, Three Feet from Gold. And it's so true. Most of us quit right before we're there. And so download his podcast. It's freaking, it's terrific. It's awesome. He's an amazing host. Um, he does ask really, really great questions. And you really, really get the essence of what his guests are all about because he creates a space where they can be vulnerable and they just let it fly. So you guys must check it out. Um, Christopher, we're out of time, my man. But listen, you are, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, you are fantastic. I'm a fan of yours and I'm blessed to be a friend. Um, and for being on the show today, I'm going to give you a giraffe. Nice. Yeah, you cannot give it away and you cannot sell it. What are you going to do with it? Is it a real live giraffe? Yeah, you got to feed it too. I'm going to keep it and make it my, uh, my new pet. Fair enough. Fair enough. Dude, God bless you. Thank you so much for being on the show.
Man, brother, thank you. <laughs> I'll see you soon, man. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Worth, amazing guy. Uh, you guys check out his podcast. Oh, really, really quick. Um, you guys should check out shopmelissahull.com. S-H-O-P-M-E-L-I-S-S-A-H-U-L-L.com. Also, also, tag your plug your businesses. Plug your businesses, plug your Facebook page, tag a friend, share, do whatever you want. But spread the love. But make sure you guys collaborate with each other. You guys network because there's some really brilliant people on here right now. So plug your businesses. Um, Mike Rose says, use social media for what you want it for. Possibility. No, positivity breeds positivity. Well said. Not failure. Live and grow experience. Very good, Mary. Um, <laughs> giraffe in your mind. <laughs> oh, God bless you guys. You guys are amazing. Please share this out. Tag a friend. Christopher was absolutely amazing. You guys are a blessing. God bless. See you soon.